0: Welcome in to the Horror Jazz Podcast. My name's Phil.
1: And I'm Stacy. And this is
0: a podcast devoted to reviewing and breaking down horror movies, both new and old. Good and downright fucking terrible with me, somebody who loves horror movies and always has.
1: And me, who was forced into horror, and I should have known, the day before we got married, we saw the, the movie Saw.
0: Well, you decided to make it a ritual. Anyway, we are still a relatively new podcast. And with that being said, if you enjoy this show, please make sure to subscribe and share with your friends to help us grow. Reviews are truly the best way to help our small podcast grow. So if you hop on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google, wherever it is that you listen to this, uh, drop a five star rating would truly help out more than you could ever imagine. and It'd be very much appreciated. Uh, we're on Facebook at Horror's Edge, Instagram and Twitter at the Harz Edge. Uh, DMs are the best way to get in contact with us or drop a comment below some of the posts that we make on there. We love to have the interact uh, interaction between you guys and make this more of a conversation than it is just me and Stacy talking. Uh, so if you hop on there, throw us a review, whether you like the uh, podcast, didn't like it, some pointers that you can throw our way or just give us your thoughts on it, very much appreciate it. Anyway, today we're discussing 2022's film, Violent Night. This really is not a horror movie by any sense of the imagination, but it does have a lot of violence in it, so I think that it's justifiable enough to talk about.
1: I was going to say, it might not be classified as a horror, but if you watch the movie we've discussed on this podcast, what exactly makes a horror movie a horror movie? In my eyes, watching this, I would classify it as a horror action. It's Thriller. You have a set of people that are out to cause violence and kill people. Is that not a horror?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> uh, to me, this is action holiday. Okay. 100% through and through. I, I understand your thought process there. Uh, there is bad guys trying to kill people, but then if you're going to say that, then you say John Wick is a horror movie die hard is a horror
1: movie
0: okay uh, the am is had, a horror movie
1: it has a little bit of horror to it in in the sense of
0: extreme violence yes and it has extreme fucking violence yes so i went to the I movie theaters it... very shortly after this movie came out with my son and i was like oh huh, i may be a bad parent but hey we're both having fun
1: <laughs> so i i think it it kind of dips into a little bit of horror. It's maybe not classified as a horror, but I think you're on the edge of it.
0: Yeah. So I I remember seeing a trailer for this movie. I heard nothing about it prior to seeing that trailer and as I was watching I was like, "Holy shit. That looks fucking fun." And my son watched it as well and he's a Stranger Things fanatic. He he loves everything about it. So when he saw Chief Hopper Uh, as Santa Claus, he's like, I'm in. Yeah. We got to see this. Yeah. So uh, we ended up going to the theaters. Uh, Daughter was supposed to go with us, but she got sick, so couldn't make it. And... uh, I wasn't allowed to go. (laughs) Holy crap. This movie is violent as fuck. So the best way that I can describe this movie is if you take Die Hard, A Christmas Story, and A Home Alone, and you you wrap the three of those together... That's what this movie is.
1: You took so many of my notes on, on what I was going to compare the two, <laughs> and I hate you for it because as I was watching, I said it's as if you take Die Hard and you mush Home Alone together with a little bit of some touchy-feely in there, mm-hmm. which we'll get into that. I think it it's if you would make a baby with those.
0: Yep, and it doesn't try and hide that. It does not try no. and hide what its influences are. If it directly references two of those movies that yes. I just talked about, uh, like direct, um, and it has scenes that are shot for shot almost out of those movies, and the premise is Die Hard, yes, but more Christmas-based.
1: And I like that. I didn't know what to expect.
0: And fucking violent.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm so excited for this, uh, this episode. I have so many thoughts, and I think you're going to be surprised on some of the things that... I enjoyed
0: so the IMDb plot synopsis of this movie is when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy wealthy family Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas (laughs) on IMDb this is given a 6.7 out of 10 rating with a decent amount of people giving it some reviews so it definitely had some love from the people on IMDb. Uh, the way that we review movies on here is one through ten. One being dog shit terrible, do not watch this movie; it's not worth your time. Five being this is a very average movie; uh, you can watch it; it's not going to offend you one way or the other. Ten being this is absolutely amazing, must see type of stuff. Where would you give this one through ten?
1: So, towards about the middle of the movie, I was at a solid ten. I I love maybe not even the middle, but. For most of the movie, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was ready to say 10 out of 10. Loved it. I gave it an 8. And I don't mind a lot of language in movies. I get that sometimes that puts the, the story across better. I think it was too much. I think that they used the swear words and the, I guess, quote-unquote naughty language. A little bit too much for my taste. It kind of took me out of it. And I was like, come on. You don't have to say it every single word in every single conversation. So that took it out. I loved how they threw in some other Christmas movies that kind of tied it in, kind of joked about it. I loved that they played off of some of very common movies. The story was super cool to think Santa Claus is going to fight bad guys. Like, awesome concept. Yep. Yeah. And the violence you're gonna hate me not hate me you're going to be surprised i thought the violence was amazing you know me i don't like gory i don't like violence i don't like craziness how i rated this is if i put my hands in front of my face i would i would think it was too much violence i did not but in that same sentence i did a lot of like oh my god yeah ah!" I was freaking out, but I loved it.
0: It's because they make it fun. They don't make it torturous.
1: Exactly. The way that they did the violence, it was over the top. It was super, super violent. Yeah. But I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job Did you think I would it. think that? Yeah. Um, Dang
1: it. I cannot surprise <laughs> you for nothing.
0: <laughs> it takes some getting used to with you. Well, you did surprise me with things like uh, Piranha 3 Ds rating. When you're like, this is a shitty movie. Six.
1: <laughs> well, I I have now thought of how I need to rate movies in my mind, so my ratings from here on out are, are going to be a more better. aggressive. No.
0: <laughs> Everything's a fucking 10. No.
1: I have a <laughs> scale. Me I have a scale in my head. I have a scale in my head of how I'm going to rate things versus what I think horror is. Josh cut off his penis because something I'm <laughs> This movie's a six. <laughs> no, I, I have a better rating scale of how I'm going to rate movies. So there's that.
0: Okay. Sounds what did good. you rate it? Uh, I gave this a seven out of 10. Might have given it a little bit more the first time that I saw it when I was in theaters just because it took me back so much. I wasn't expecting full-blown, holy shit, rated R, rated R uh, type of craziness inside of this because... Whenever they make a Christmas movie, regardless of what it is, with the exception of one movie, they make it accessible to everybody. Yeah. What's that one movie? Do you know it? No. Like non horror movie. We watched it this year for rated R. We watched a Christmas movie. Oh, Die Hard. No. Oh. (laughs) That that I still consider accessible to everybody.
1: I don't know. Enlighten me. Bad Santa. Oh, Bad
0: Santa is the only one that I can think of out of the entire Christmas realm that is not for everybody, with the exception of some B-horror movies or whatever. Okay, you're
1: right. That Um, is definitely not a family movie.
0: (laughs) So it's very rare for them to do that because the amount of money that they can bring in is not there. They try and pump people into the movie theaters. They try and make it accessible for families to go in. I'm very surprised that they did not make this a PG-13 movie. Cut most of the bad words out. Leave some. And cut most of the violence out, but leave some on screen.
1: What is the rating of Stranger Things? I'm just curious. It's not rated. Oh, okay. Yeah, Because I was going to say, they're definitely playing off of that by having him be the main character in this. They're trying to get that audience, which totally makes sense. It's it's super popular, and and it makes sense. And he honestly plays the Santa Claus role phenomenal. I loved it. Because he has a little bit of the quirks of Hopper yeah there's there's some of that whether it's on purpose or not it takes you back to that stacy yes this is my time to
0: rate it <laughs> you do this every time
1: <laughs> uh, well i was gonna say i have something else to say about why i rated it so I did. Well,
0: well, why don't you take a note next to that shut the fuck up for a second <laughs> uh <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so back to what I was saying is yeah.
0: Shut up. Back to what I was saying about this being a six. The reason that I didn't give it such a high rating is because this movie dragged on. Uh, it had an hour and fifty-two runtime. Normally, I love long movies. However, um, it felt like it was at least twenty minutes too much. Especially once you get towards the middle, and the extraction team comes out, it drags there are points in there where you're just like let's hurry the fuck up yes. I, this, this, we get it um,
1: I think I know what you're speaking on because I didn't mention that but you're right there are certain scenes that could have been completely taken out it was more of like they were trying to get this like oh like moments it didn't need it,
0: it was those those moments worked perfectly for me it felt like the, that should have been in here the moments that I'm saying shouldn't be in here is when it's like uh it, I'll get into it more in the spoiler section, okay. but it, certain scenes where the baddies are talking to people and making them do stupid crap, like it, yeah, it, cut that ten minutes out. It's not needed in here. There there weren't even comedic parts of it. It was just time to be time. Yeah. Um. And in addition, they the, the cheesy, campy Christmas stuff went a little bit too far. Uh, specifically with the main bad guy in this one. Scrooge, who was played by a very common actor. I've seen him in a million fucking things. You're going to laugh when I know when you... I believe is his last name. I don't
1: think that's how you pronounce it. Uh,
0: I don't know how to pronounce it. But he's in a million movies, but he goes way over the top with his uh, Christmas backstory. Yes, that's
1: that's what I was getting at, is we didn't need the whole rundown of kind of why his character is the way he is. He could have synapsed it, given me the Cliff Notes yeah, would have been fine. I was fine. fine with it
0: being in there, but he, like everything was over the top Christmas, and I get it. This is a Christmas movie. We're trying to push it, whereas Die Hard is, this is a Christmas movie? Is it not? Oh, th- shut the fuck up. Of course it is. Yeah. Die Hard is a Christmas movie through and through, and so is this, but it didn't need to be so over the top in your face. Every scene happened to do something with Christmas. Yes. And those two things really dragged it down for me, specifically the runtime, but also that... Um, and I I'm normally a fan of cussing in movies. I I don't mind it at all. It, they were just cursing to curse in this. There, there was literally no reason. That for was it. my
1: point. Is I don't mind to have the curse words and have a lot of it, but it felt like they just were doing it just to get ca- because they could. Like it's like, oh, how many times can we say the word fuck?
0: How edgy can we be?
1: Right, like. <laughs> I don't mind it, but it was so over the top. It was like word vomit.
0: And it made me think of Bad Santa because Bad Santa definitely had a lot of excessive bad language, but it fit the vibe of the movie. This one, it feels at times like it doesn't know what the vibe of the movie is because it's switching like hard switches, uh, super sweet moment like this is a Christmas feel good movie to super switch. This is Pulp Fiction type of. Let's see how many times we can drop the F bomb in yeah. 10 seconds to super hard switch. Uh, this is an action movie. Yes. And uh they were just too hard of switches for me. So the, those three fit. things. Yeah.
1: It was, it was out of place sometimes when they would be swearing it. You didn't need it in the scene.
0: Yeah. And those three things is what knocked it down for me. But it, don't make any mistake, this is an above average movie. This is probably up there with one of my favorite Christmas movies I already. Say, I could see me twice. watching this again. I think I'm gonna watch it every year. This will be in my yearly rotation of Die Hard, Christmas Story, Nightmare Violet Night, uh Bad Santa, Nightmare, uh Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yeah. I almost uh, said Elm Street.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that you did. So those (laughs) are probably going to be in my rotation every single year for Christmas movies. This feels that good now it's still new so i'm not going to say that it's up there on that type of level but i don't like christmas movies to begin with so for me that's (laughs) not a very high bar (laughs) to say that this is uh, one of my favorite christmas movies that's out there
1: when it comes christmas time
0: and Stacey's like let's watch christmas movies i'm like cool let's put friday the 13th in yeah
1: the only christmas movies that without a doubt we can share yearly is christmas vacation because which Let's Perfect. get back to that because there's somebody in here from that. Did you know that? No. The mom. The no. grandma. Oh.
0: No. Okay. She's the
1: mom from Christmas Vacation. Okay. Really? You didn't know that? No. Super easy catch.
0: No, I didn't See, I like to all. play
1: this game when I watch a movie. <laughs> Where do I know these characters from that are not from this movie? It's a fun game.
0: Beverly D'Angelo.
1: I'm almost. I will bet you money. I think that's her. No, I
0: just saw the picture of her on that, and it, it's her without a doubt. Yeah, you're I'm right.
1: surprised you didn't catch on to that.
0: Nope, I, I don't catch on to many actors and actresses unless if they're in everything. Like John Lugazama is in. Let me see here.
1: Can like, I tell before well you,
0: over hundred
1: before you tell me where you know him from? Can I tell you where I know him from? Yeah, go ahead. The Pest. The Pest. You've never seen P-E-S-T?
0: it. Yes. No, I never even heard oh of it. Oh my
1: God. We are going to watch that.
0: Oh boy. Can't wait.
1: Okay. So I know him from The Pest. Uh-huh. Also, I know you love this story Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Yeah. I saw that movie. Didn't like it. But I and know he's in that one. I recognized him from there.
1: He's Sid from Ice
0: Age. Yep. I knew that one. Uh, John Wick, Mandalorian, Die Hard 2, Mul- uh, Mulan Rouge. He's in everything: Kick-Ass, Two, yeah. uh, Lincoln Lawyer, Romeo Juliet, he, a... Encanto, Carlitos Way, Chef. Uh, everything. He's in damn near everything. I think there's 170 movies that he's. That's insane. In. But
1: he's a great actor. He can play many different roles. Ant Man?
0: So... Isn't he an Ant Man?
1: That's well, uh, I don't know.
0: I think that he is. Let me see. Continue.
1: I'm very shocked you haven't seen the past. Now I have a movie that we need to watch. No, he's not it, man.
0: And obviously, David Harbour is Chief Hopper, who is super hot right now. He's not in a ton of stuff, but because yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. God damn. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Um,
1: That wasn't even like on purpose. I just, I
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah. I was saying he's super hot (laughs) Chef's kiss. No, he's only in a few movies. In that movie, Um, in
1: this movie, he was very good looking,
0: though. Okay. I'm just saying. (laughs) Slightly overweight, uh, middle-aged Viking Santa. Perfect. (laughs) Um, No, I... He's insanely hot right now because of Stranger Things. It's probably the biggest TV show in recent memory, and it's everywhere. Speaking of which, I mean, I I don't get the hype. I love the first season, but then everything after that has just been a downward spiral. The last season that we were watching, like I was struggling to get Get through through it. It it sucked. Uh, First season was phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, but regardless, uh, he's a great actor, like Mm. phenomenal. He he is what makes this movie. If they had somebody as Santa in this movie that sucked in the role or went over the top cheesy one way or the other, this movie would
1: suck. I was going to say, so since he does such a great role, who do you think that if they couldn't cast him, who would be able to... Jack Black. He can't do, like, action.
0: I don't know. I could see him being a very funny, over-the-top type of Santa.
1: I don't think he could do the violence part of it.
0: Maybe I don't know. That that's the first name that came to mind when I was thinking. it. I mean, of he it. has
1: the body type.
0: Well, no, he's way too big now. <laughs> we saw him recently in concert. We went to see Tenacious Day, and he is just round. <laughs> like his whole body
1: I is. Did, just I don't think one he has
0: continuous he's, circle. <laughs>
1: he's funny. Like I, I've only seen him in funnier roles other than The Holiday, yep. which you hate. Horrible. I Absolute don't think horrible. he could play this role.
0: I don't know. Uh, who do you have in mind, if anybody?
1: And let me think on for a second.
0: I, I, I honestly can't think of anybody else. Uh, Chief Hopper plays him perfectly. There aren't too many bigger guys in movies. I know he couldn't
1: do it. Bruce Willis.
0: No. Not even close. I, I get it. This movie tries to be diehard from start no, to but finish, he... but... Absolutely not.
1: He has the action skills of it. You know who it could be? We were just talking. Um. Oh, what's his name? Canna Reeves. No. Okay.
0: No. Don't so see it. let's let's so get we into don't the see breakdown. Uh, <laughs> Neither <laughs> of us can agree on a single other person. So maybe he is the perfect perfect person for the role. Uh, it's the perfect blend of comedy and action inside of it. Um, and it, let's dive into the scene by scene breakdown from here. I think that we beat it to death. If you have not seen this movie, it's streaming on Peacock right now. It's on every single video on demand place that there is. I'm sure that's still at Redbox. Go check out this movie. I think uh, we watched
1: it on Peacock.
0: Yeah, we did watch yeah. it on Peacock. Uh Maybe don't watch it with little ones.
1: Yeah, the language. Depending on
0: how you are as a parent, there's really not much sexual stuff at all in here. There's a couple of sexual jokes, but overall, no,
1: uh, no sexual mutiny, stuff. There's no nothing like uh, that.
0: Uh, so heavy language, heavy, heavy violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keep that in mind. This is a Christmas movie. This is probably not an e- a Christmas movie for everybody. If you can't deal with those two things, you're going to fucking hate this movie. Yeah. Everything about this movie you'll hate. If you can tolerate those things and you're in for a good action slash comedy, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, All right, so diving into the scene-by-scene breakdown contains heavy spoilers, and I usually throw a little bit more uh, trivia in with this, but since it's such a new movie still, there's really not all that much, but I threw it in where it seems fit. Heavy spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, go see it. So the movie opens with uh, Christmas music playing. It's uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, so super upbeat stuff, and then we see Santa at a bar uh, (laughs) in the middle of England on Christmas Eve. And he's just pounding beers. And the uh bartender goes up to him and she's like, Hey, you sure you want to still drink? You want another one? He's like, Well, I'm still vertical. I'd like to change that. <laughs> <laughs> and he has so many of these lines throughout the movie that you're just like, That this is awesome. Yeah. Like it's not they're not trying too hard for the lines to hit, but man, they hit. There it was one in perfect.
1: particular that the line it it hit, but it hit because it annoyed me.
0: So the the reason that this movie starts in England, uh the, the trivia piece, is because time zones would allow Santa to already be on his rounds in the UK. So while it's afternoon in America, uh at this time it's yeah. nighttime over there. So this is the beginning of his shift essentially. Got it. So he's at the bar drinking heavily, just getting shit faced. Um And the bartender asks him again, you're not driving, aren't you? He's like, "I steer a little bit, but the reindeer do most of the work. (laughs) I love it. So once again, constantly throwing these little things in there. The beginning of this movie is just comedic gold. Yeah. Uh, Santa, there's another Santa that walks in and he's talking back and forth with them. He's like, ah, oh, so what you, got you into this movie, or into this business? Let me guess, the money, right? He's like, yeah, money. Everything's about that bullshit. Now. Yeah. Nobody cares about things. Nobody cares about the meaning of Christmas. And he can tell that, that this Santa is uh, very much uh, disgusted and deterred with the way that the world is today. Everything's about possessions. The guy's like, let me guess, you do it for the kids' smiles. And he's like, yeah, that smile.
1: For two seconds. They have it for
0: like two seconds now. Used to be forever. Now yeah. it's two seconds. Just then, just give me the next gift. Where's the next one? Uh, so he uh, says, "Hey, I gotta go," and he goes up to the roof. And the bartender's like, "Hey, you're not allowed up there." And she chases after him. And then she sees the actual reindeer flying away. And it's this movie that you see in every single Christmas movie where a person sees Santa, and it's just. God, he is real. And he's flying over, and then he just leads over to the side and barfs and oh throws up all over. That's
1: so gross.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's in the title card place with some Christmas music playing. And now we're at the richest place in the land, Greenwich, Connecticut. It, it, nothing but rich snobs. Uh, <laughs> I thought we used to live the in shots... the surrounding areas yeah. over there. <laughs>
1: The shots of the scenery of, like, the housing and, like, the gate to get into the the community, I thought it was done really well. Obviously, it's supposed to be over the top. It's supposed to be, like, ritzy and snobby, and it fit perfect.
0: Yep. Fits with that area of Connecticut. Yep. Um, so Jason, our lead uh, guy in this, catches a ride from his ex, Linda, and their kid, Trudy. He's excited to... Uh, Try and get back together with her, but you can definitely tell Linda does not want to get back with him. They must have recently split up. They didn't really get into the details with it, but Trudy's very excited to be with dad again, and they're going to Jason's mom's house for Christmas. She lives in this giant fucking mansion in this ritzy town, even has its own gate guard and full staff throughout the house, full catering, and you think, okay, maybe it's a huge Christmas party because there's probably fucking... Fourteen staff members inside here. Nope, just six people. I know, uh, three staff members per person essentially.
1: It was insane.
0: Yeah, so the, the, really, really and over the, the top fact rich.
1: That they know, like, as the characters are coming in, that this is what they do every year for Christmas. And yep. I'm thinking, holy shit, do you know how much that would cost? Like, yep. an insane amount of just frivolous money that they're just throwing for. It, you literally could burn the money, and it would not matter,
0: yeah, and you can tell none of them care about Christmas. No. they care about money,
1: they care about the money,
0: with the exception of Linda and Trudy. Those yes. are really the only two that don't because they they uh, didn't while grow Trudy up that was way. born in the family she didn't she wasn't raised that way, yeah, um so they get over there. Uh, they have this touching moment with the gate guard. He's talking to him. You can tell that uh, Jason spent many years with this exact gate guard. Yeah, and he was super close with Trudy as well. And they were joking back and forth. They go inside, and uh, Jason's sister Alvin or her husband Morgan's there. Uh, Alva's bitch Morgan is like this pre Madonna actor trying to get in any role that he can it's a pretty funny dynamic that the two of them have yeah and they're such suck-ups to the mom to try and get the money from her get an inheritance uh morgan is trying to get a movie deal from her every time that he sees her yeah so like they're they're super over the top with it like okay i can hear mom coming everybody let's stand up next to the door so when she walks in she notices us
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um And Jason's mom finally comes by, and she's just this cranky old boss-type lady, like doesn't give a shit about anything. She's talking super vulgar to the person on the phone, like, that's why your wife left you, you stupid cocksucker. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Yep. Merry Christmas to you, Senator. Bye. (laughs) Bye. So she's <laughs> talking super vulgar to yeah. this senator. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get a shot of Santa going from house to house. And it's just freaking funny as hell. He's shotgunning beers inside <laughs> of the uh, sled as he's going to the place to place. He's eating the cookies, trying to drink the milk, but he hates it. So he's grabbing their fine liquor off the shelves. <laughs> he gets this one house where there's a drunk guy and a kid sleeping in the crib who you can tell if they don't have money. He delivers a... Uh, Present to the kid, and then he takes the guy's six pack and leaves him a coal. It's like,
1: (laughs) the one that I (laughs) like, they show Santa in the sleigh, and he's going over, um, DC and he's He's peeing,
0: yeah, (laughs) he's pissing outside the side of the uh slide while chugging a beer, uh. So Jason forgets to take uh, Trudy to see Santa before Christmas Eve, so he quickly runs to the basement to make it right, and uh, he gets a last-second gift together. The gift is a walkie-talkie that he had when he was a kid, and he tells Trudy, hey, this is going to be a one-way communication to Santa. Now, because it's Christmas Eve, he's probably busy. He may not get back to you, but this is not just as good, but better than talking to uh, Santa at the mall or anything like that. Which good for him. She's super excited, and it was quick thinking on his part. And you can tell Linda had no idea, despite him continuously saying, hey, it's a gift for mom and dad.
1: Yeah, which is typical. <laughs> Normally, yeah. either mom or dad is out of the loop.
0: Yep. So uh, <laughs> Santa makes it to their house. And he steps in reindeer shit. The reindeers took a dump, and he's like, who the hell was this, you unprofessional assholes? Uh, And it's stuff like this that just makes my day. So he hops through the chimney. He's like, man, Rudolph would never pull shit like this. He was a professional. Yeah, where is Rudolph? Um, Retired. Retired or dead, one of the two. So... uh, He hops down the chimney. It's like, oh, nice homemade cookies. He's chomping on me. He grabs the high end uh, no, liquor gra- off the shelf. Yeah, he
1: grabs the milk and he goes, skim.
0: Yeah, skim. <laughs> gross. Dumps it into the ice bucket. Fills it up with liquor. Sits down in their massage chair. He's getting him a massage. It's, it's, it's a cup with the alcohol and it's shaking. shaking. And he's eating cookies. He's like yeah, this is it. <laughs> um, and back at the mansion. A lot of the workers are actually uh, mercenaries and criminals and stuff, and they start tearing the place down. They're killing all the other staff that's not them. They're uh, gathering up all the family into the living room, and uh, Scrooge walks up, which is the John Legazuma. Or...
1: I like the fact that the these bad guys had code names that were all like Christmassy, Peppermint, yeah. Gingerbread, Frosty. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I, I get why they did that because it's Christmas, but I the code words just made me laugh. It was a really good touch.
0: Yeah, one of them's code word uh, was actually something going back to Die Hard. Uh, so one of the characters' name is Thorpe, and the book which Die Hard is based on is called Nothing Lasts Forever, and it was written by Roderick Thorpe. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. So yet another reference back to Die Hard is if they don't have enough of them in this movie. Yeah. So Scrooge walks up to the front gate, and he's the main baddie. He kills the security guard, pulls a whole bunch of communication stuff so nobody can talk outside of here. Uh, Jason tells Linda, things are going to be different this time. We're going to leave my mother's thumb tonight. Let's do it. Just me and you. We're going to start over. And he looks like he's about to explain something, but then gunshots start going off, and they hear that. Uh, Batteries are killing the crap out of everybody there, and Santa hears the gunshots going off and goes to check it out.
1: From his massage chair. From his
0: massage chair. He (laughs) takes a break in it. And Scrooge kills all the grandma's guards. Santa sees the bad guys and tries to leave. Uh, He does this thing where he touches his nose and tries to go up the chimney, but his magic's not working now uh so from here he's stuck in here basically and a bad guy one of the baddies sees santa and he starts hitting him uh but santa eventually headbutts him and as he headbutts him it makes him shoot his gun which scares the reindeer away he's like (laughs) you pussies (laughs) he's mocking the reindeer as they're flying away um so, Santa and the baddie are going back and forth, just beating the ever-loving shit out of each other. It's a pretty cool fight scene until Santa uh, gets his ice pick and just stabs it through the bad guy's legs, throws the baddie out the window, impaling him into a Christmas ornament. But as he throws him out, the Christmas lights are tied around Santa's legs so Santa flies out with him, <laughs> landing face-first in the snow. Uh, it was pretty funny.
1: I like that they use, like, Christmassy props for the fight, which yep. they continued to use throughout the movie but it's done well because it's like well of course santa would use christmas lights of course he would use garland or whatever that's around to help him
0: seeing at this point i still think that it's done well but this is one of the negatives that i said before to where it goes a little bit overboard you get a little bit too much christmas uh it, but th- that's just a nitpick from somebody who doesn't like christmas movies maybe uh, maybe, and I loved the fact maybe. that he
1: used Christmas props.
0: Do you think that they went overboard at all with the Christmas references throughout this movie? Or do you think that it felt right? No, the I think thing? it
1: felt right for the mere fact that that's Santa Claus. He is the magic of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, of course, anything that he could use that referenced Christmas would go along with him having to fight a bad guy on Christmas Eve. Okay. I don't think they overdid it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, So from here, Santa goes to walk away, but he sees that the family's held hostage in the living room and uh, decides that he has to do something about it. Scrooge is talking to Grandma about uh, how he knows her. He knows everything about her. She has $300 million in her basement that was supposed to go for some type of— uh. uh
1: like relief. Okay. Yeah, for... really
0: fun. But she ended up stealing and keeping it for herself and saying, Oh, we ended up giving it to her, but the records got lost and all the war records uh, yeah. or something like that. Uh Trudy puts in her walkie talkie to talk with Santa and tries uh but obviously nothing yet. Santa is in a fight with another one of the baddies now, so he can't obviously hear anything but he sh- he's reaching into his bag to try and find like a weapon part. and he's like oh, god damn it video game reaches in again pulls something else out god damn it video game Can somebody ask for something besides a goddamn video game around here maybe a bat or a golf club or goddamn anything
1: he pulled as he's doing that he pulls out he pulls out goddamn die hard on blu-ray <laughs> and throws it at the guy <laughs> he
0: throws it at his head
1: <laughs> that's when i was like this is a great movie because yeah. it did feel very die hardy with just the concept of you know, on Christmas or whatever, trying to get extra money. Yeah, That's like ridiculous amount of money. But the fact that they threw that in there, obviously they knew they were referencing it. It just was funny. It was comedy gold in that moment. Worked well.
0: So he finally gets a golf club out of the bag, starts beating the baddie with it. It's an awesome little fight scene. The baddie obviously has the advantage at this point. He's a stronger, tougher dude. Obviously been doing it for a while. You can tell Santa's definitely out of it. And knocks him over a pool table, but then Santa pulls out a Christmas stocking Stocking, and starts shoving pool balls in it and just beats the fucking shit out of this guy (laughs) with this uh, stocking full of uh, pool balls. He smacks him in the face with it and you can hear his jaw breaking and, oh man, super, super violent. Yeah,
1: with the violence, they they dialed up the sound of what the stuff would make. So not only are you getting the visual, you're getting the audio. And the two of them put together at times were phenomenal. Yep. The fact when he gets hit with the um, pool balls and you hear like the crunching, crunching of, bones, of the bones. Oh my God.
0: Yep. It's I over mean, the top. It is
1: over the top. But again...
0: It's a good over the top.
1: Right. I don't normally like that. I don't like to hear and see, I guess, at the same time. But this worked really well. And I was surprised because obviously I knew it would be a violent movie. But again... The way I rate violent movies, do I cover my hands over my eyes and say, oh, my gosh, I can't see it? No, I had my eyes wide open. I was enjoying it. I was freaking out. There was a lot of, and my kids were laughing because, oh, my God, Mom, you're so loud. I'm like, but it's that's how I know I'm enjoying the movie.
0: Yep. Uh, So after he hits him in the face with the pool balls, he shoves his head into an arcade machine, breaking the glass, and he's throwing darts at him. And then uh, the baddie starts biting him again, but then he just punches the dart further Ugh. into him, just driving it all the way Ugh. in instead of just the tip of it. And he finishes him off by grabbing a Christmas star and shoving it in his eye. Ugh. And then he was still alive, so he took the cord of the Christmas star and plugged it I in. I know. <laughs> electrifies him until his face catches on fire. And he's just <laughs> so watching he, him. He dies with his face on fire. And uh, he's just sitting there looking at him, and then all of a sudden he realizes is that he has a radio. So he reaches over and he fumbles around, grabs his radio while his face is still on fire. And he's like, God, oh, maybe there's an emergency service and it's starts like changing the channels. <laughs> and then he that's when he first hears Trudy talking on the uh, radio. So now they have direct communication. Um, I thought
1: that was a cool thing. I mean, obviously, they that's what the movie is. is like Santa's talking to her in a walkie-talkie. But what a neat concept. Like, what a neat idea. Because it, it's very... Um, modern, yeah. obviously, because you're not writing a letter to Santa; you're talking to him directly. It's not a cell phone, yeah. So it's kind of fun that it it's a little bit of a throwback.
0: Goes exactly. Die Hard. We just watched the movie oh again my last god, how night.
1: How did I not make that connection? Yep.
0: Yeah. yep. John McClane has the walkie-talkie, and he was going back and forth between talking to the baddies and talking to Pal <laughs> outside.
1: Oh my god, I i didn't make that connection
0: we just watched i know last we night. watched
1: it last night how the <laughs> hell did i not think of that
0: direct reference
1: it's oh my god okay you have to edit that part out because that nope. sounds <laughs> i can't believe i did not put the two together
0: so uh a piece of trivia well the next scene is um Scrooge is uh downstairs and they're in front of the vault which is supposedly has the three hundred million inside of it and they're cracking it open and somebody says, Hey, there's a problem. We got a we got a golfer who's taking people out and they're watching the footage and they see uh the Santa Claus running around. And uh Scrooge goes, What what is this guy? Some type of small town cop with five kids? He's making a direct reference to Chief Hopper in Stranger
1: Things.
0: (laughs) Um, So Santa pulls out his...
1: I love that they put those little things that maybe go over people's head. I'm still mad that I didn't put the connection between the walkie-talkies.
0: And putting those things in makes it to where... When this movie does go over the top, it feels like it's okay because it, it's almost making fun of itself at the same time. Yeah. So while it goes over the top with the Santa things and it goes over top with this and that, um, it still has moments where it takes shots at itself like, oh, well, this guy's nothing but Chief Hopper. Oh, yeah. this guy's nothing but Die Hard. This guy's nothing but this. Uh, and it does that several times throughout the movies, including another very specific yeah, scene, so which what we'll you're talk talking about later. Um, so from here, Santa pulls out his list and uh it shows how Trudy had been a good girl. Santa finds out that she's in the house and the baddies show up on the naughty list and it actually crosses the bad guys off as they die. <laughs> so he's like, cool. Okay, I got six people left. That's it. <laughs> uh and a piece of trivia that said uh when checking on Trudy uh Lightstone, Santa finds her on the nice list. Her list includes kept room clean, listens to parents kind to animals, sweet to everybody, and invited the weird kid to the party. What? (laughs) So in one of the nice things, it shows that she invited some weird kid to the party. (laughs) I wonder what the weird kid did. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. (laughs) Um, So from here, um, he he switches over to Scrooge on the radio, uh, and he's talking back and forth with Scrooge. And then at the end of it, he's like, Santa Claus is coming to town, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, And uh, so all the bad guys are now in the living room talking to uh everybody trying to figure out where the money is. And uh, they go back and forth from person to person to person. Hey, where's the money? Where's the money? Because they open the vault up and there's no money in there. And they break Jason's finger trying to find out where the money is with a uh, nutcracker. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, what? (laughs) Scrooge is like, well, this thing's not meant for fingers. It's meant for something else.
1: It's a nutcracker. (laughs) So
0: they grab a giant nutcracker. (laughs) They go to bust some guys. They go to bust Jason's balls. Um and Trudy's telling Scrooge uh, that she's been talking to Santa, and Dad yells that Santa's not real to her. Dad and, fail. And everybody <laughs> in the room's just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Including Krampus, a- who's like the best guy out of all the bad guys. He's my favorite.
1: Krampus, the short
0: dude. Yeah. yeah, Krampus
1: reminds me of Freddy Mermaid.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, So uh, Trudy runs off, and the girl baddie goes out to find her uh Santa Santa's upstairs, and he starts taking off his Santa gear because he got cut badly, and he's stitching up his wounds, but he's all tatted up
1: yeah <laughs>
0: he's he's a Viking raider. you start getting flashbacks of his previous life where yeah. he's just standing there in a battlefield, just breathing heavy fucking <laughs> tattoos everywhere, Viking helmet on it's just, holy shit come on he's once he gets done stitching up his womb he just takes some what, wrapping christmas paper. wrapping paper and shoves it on there and With tapes a it up yeah. With a ribbon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so over the top um so trudy is calling for santa and Trudy's like hey i'm in the attic i set up booby traps like in home alone and they have this cute touching moment where it feels like a legitimate christmas movie where santa is hyping her up because she's not sure if he's real or not because of what dad just said and they have like this touching santa kid relationship it, it feels like it would be in any christmas movie that you've ever seen like hey i know that you don't believe but you remember that i remember a Trudy that was six years old yeah. or so and needed a teddy bear right? and needed a best friend and i brought her this little rabbit she's like oh old rabbit!" And wrap like, bunny. and then the next year you asked to fly and well, my magic powers don't go that far, far, but I got you a kite, which is pretty close to it. And, like, they have this super touching moment, so it feels like such a Christmas movie at this point.
1: Did you like uh, that?
0: I didn't mind it. That's uh, the
1: one scene that I said, they need to take this out. It. I understand the concept of what they were trying to get at. They were trying to get to where, you know, Santa needs some help to have people believe in him It will give him kind of this... Yep. I got that. And it it makes sense to me, but for the type of story that they were going for, it was so over the top, I guess I, I didn't care for it. And that says a lot because I love feelings.
0: So I think what they're doing here is they're trying to break the die hard Christmas mold because everybody fights about this. Is die hard a Christmas movie is die hard, not a Christmas movie. Um, And despite it, playing Christmas music throughout the whole fucking thing. It uh, (laughs) has Christmas trees everywhere. They're at a goddamn Christmas party Party. on Christmas Eve. They're constantly referencing Christmas. They write ho, ho, ho on a dead guy. He wears a Santa hat. Everything about this movie screams Christmas, but because it doesn't have that touchy-feely moment, nobody calls it one. This one has those moments. You can't say that it's not without a doubt. This is a Christmas movie. For sure. Um. And I think that's why they were throwing that in there. That and makes it makes sense. complete that sense makes to sense. be in when there. You ex- and I you, didn't bother me at all.
1: When you break that down for, for those reasons, that definitely makes sense. I guess maybe they could have done it a little bit less drawn out. They could have done it without so much attention to it, I feel. If they would have had it maybe in a smaller scene, I would have cared for it.
0: Scenes like this make me care about the little girl, though. I think That's the little true. girl, it besides gives... Santa, is the best character in this movie. Yeah, right. It, it gives like this, makes me care about it. Yeah. Um. Like I don't care about a single member of that family. Even Jason, the, the most important one, I don't care about any of them. Don't give a shit about Linda. Don't give a shit about uh the, the sister. Uh, the only reason that I care about the sister's husband because he's kind of funny. Um. But even at that, I don't give Mitchell a shit about the him.
1: sister's husband.
0: The, the, the actor.
1: Oh, I thought that was a brother. I thought that no. I thought there were siblings. No,
0: they're married, and that's their kid, Bert.
1: Oh, okay, totally missed that.
0: Yeah, so I, I didn't care about anybody in the family, the grandma, anybody. This is the one person that I cared about. Like, man, I don't want this person to get hurt. Everybody else could die, and I'd be completely fine with it. But scenes like this gave that character a little bit okay. more m- momentum in the movie. When, when uh, you put it
1: like that, I guess that makes sense.
0: So okay. moving on, uh, Krampus is messing with the family, and uh, it, Mike tries—he's telling him, hey, you you guys, let's open up Christmas presents, since you guys might not live to the morning. And uh, what's his name? The— the dude. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan Steele. <laughs> he tries <laughs> to impress Grum. He's like, oh, I'll give somebody a present. Hey, mom, can I call you mom? No. <laughs>
1: Now that totally makes sense of why he would say, can I call you mom? Yeah. And she okay. says,
0: no. Cause so, I was going to
1: say, that's weird that your kids don't call you mom. Okay. So
0: Gretchen, uh he gives her a, basically a calling <laughs> card for Hollywood with all <laughs> of his, uh, all of his acting uh, lists and things that he can do. <laughs> and Grampus is just dying. She doesn't care. <laughs> uh, and this is the type of shit that I was saying. It, it, it had its moments cut this five minutes out of the movie because it doesn't matter. It doesn't build on the characters. No. It doesn't add any real scenes. Uh, th- there's one scene where Jason is forced to give his gift to her and he doesn't want to, but Bert or whatever his name is, Brett, the kid uh, gives it to her. It's a thing of whiskey and a note that she reads and her face just drops and changes. And uh, this is where, you know, that something's not right with Jason.
1: Right. So, and that, that's where it lost me for a split second because I thought then I had the story figured out. And I think if it would have gone the way I was thinking, it would have added like better to this movie. Okay. I'm I think I'll wait till later to explain what I'm thinking, but I I think this is where I kind of was like, Why did they go that direction? Gotcha. Let me write a note so I don't forget. Yep.
0: So Trudy is talking with Santa over the radio, and he talks about his life before where he was a Viking raider and shows him holding up a fucking sledgehammer that he used to call Skull Crusher uh, and just going more into the background of there. And, man, I'd love to see a background story of how, like, he became Santa. That would be yes. a cool prequel. Yes. Uh, so the baddies uh, get to Santa, and they start going through Santa's magic bag while he's strung up, and they just keep pulling shit out of the bag, like tons and tons of shit. And the ba- the bad guys are like, is he really Santa? <laughs> and Scrooge <laughs> is like, no, you fucking idiots. He's not Santa. You see how much shit we just put out of this bag? I don't know. He might be Santa. Uh, I love
1: that they're questioning their boss, and his boss is like, shut the fuck up. He's not Santa.
0: <laughs> well, he might be. And he like, starts giving he this, this backstory yeah. about... Uh, why scrooge hates santa back on christmas when he was a kid his dad lost his job and christmas came and they didn't get many presents but the neighbor did and he goes over to the neighbor's house and somehow his dad died or something like that and he blames santa and christmas and uh, all this other shit once again cut that out don't care
1: uh right i think it was drawn out they could have Hinted at the fact that he's hated Christmas from a young age because of something that happened, but I don't think we needed the actual story.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Turdy makes it looks like it's snowing inside of the thing by putting some insulation into the ducting, and then Santa uses the distraction, he uses magic, get up the chimney and get out of there. And, uh, the bad guy's like, Where'd he go? He's like, He uses fucking magic, man. He went up the chimney. He's, he's like, him. Oh, it must have been a poke cord. Like, Ain't nobody fitting up that goddamn chimney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they keep he's the falling, real Santa. They keep falling for his magic and it's hilarious. Yeah, so
0: the grandma's uh extraction team comes in. Morgan uh <laughs> he uh fights Krampus and then escapes the room and he's like, Oh she he's going to save us all and it's like no dumbass, he's running away. <laughs> so he runs, he gets to the extraction team and they shoot and kill him. Um so he, he's dead. And uh, Scrooge finally gets the safe open downstairs. It's empty. He's beating the shit out of the people upstairs. Santa drops his wedding ring. And uh, he's talking to the girl about how he's lost all faith. And she's like, no, you got to fight him. You got to find what drives you. And then the ring slides and falls and hits a sledgehammer <laughs> to show him what it to was use. perfect. And uh, the extraction team enters the room where he's hiding. And
1: <laughs> this, I think, was the best scene.
0: So he starts going to town on these dudes while happy, jolly Christmas yes. music's playing something about Christmas time.
1: <laughs> yeah, about being together yeah. and having a great time. I loved it. It was yeah, great scene. Yeah, so
0: he's just beating the shit out of these guys with whatever he finds. First, he starts with his uh, sledgehammer and just moves on from thing to thing, eventually getting to uh, dual cane. ice skates. He picks up two ice skates off of the wall and he's akimboing them. He has one in each hand and he's slicing the shit out of people. He cuts a dude's head off and, and uh, he's using everything. He used a sledgehammer, ice skates, a snow blower. He shoved a grenade up a guy's ass. <laughs> and then as he blew up, he's like, ho, ho, holy shit. shit.
1: <laughs> I liked the candy cane the best, I think, because. How many of us have Everybody. filed that thing down so pointy?
0: How many tongues were lost to a goddamn candy cane as you're sharpening it down, too? Because that one hole will form inside <laughs> of it, so as you're doing it, it just scrapes the hell out of your tongue and you're bleeding everywhere, but you still keep going to down <laughs> with the candy cane.
1: Okay, maybe not that much.
0: Yep, every time. So Scrooge uh, holds the family up until Jason says that he took the money, and he was stealing it so he could run away from uh, his mom with his wife and his daughter.
1: So, this is where I thought uh, it should have gone differently. I thought Jason was in with working with the bad guys. Okay. And when the scene where he didn't want to show the gift, I thought the the note was going to say, like to his mom, like that he was, he was, he hired him or whatever to get the money. Doesn't that make more sense than him just stealing the money to get out of the family? I get why
0: they put it in there. They're trying to a little twist in there but it didn't work at all it did not you said would have worked better uh a squirrel crossing the lawn would have worked better than what they gave (laughs) us but i mean it is what it is and uh it gave us one funny line out of it i guess where the wife's like i didn't give a shit about your money what made you think that this would have made me happy that you stole the money uh so that either way it's not good that's what
1: kind of gave me Just, it didn't work. Like, you should have gone with the obvious instead of trying to twist it.
0: So, Trudy's up in the attic now, and the baddies go to get her, but they see her. uh, She made a reference before to, oh, I remember seeing Home Alone. I set up traps. Yeah. And they see the nails in the ground. They see a nail on the step ladder going up. They're like, You're going to set traps, make us that way we can't see them. And then he starts walking up the steps. But what he didn't see was one of the step ladders was cut. So when he steps on it, he falls through, and the nail goes through his chin and into his mouth. So gross. (laughs) So violently. So gross. So the girl walks around him and she goes up and she's slinging bowling balls at her, but very similar to Home Alone. It's missing her, but it's falling down the steps and and hitting the dude in the face. And then it rips the nail out of his mouth and he falls flat on his ass on the bed of nails. Uh, And the, the damn things keep coming and keep coming. And finally, he rips the nail out of his ass, and it's like a seven inch long nail. And he's like looking at it like, holy fucking, another bowling ball comes in and knocks knocks it into the 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 head, uh, killing him, knocking him down onto the nails again. The girl starts chasing uh, uh, Trudy up in the attic and falls into a bed of glue. And she's able to pull herself up, but oh. it rips half of her scalp off. Oh. So she's tasting her with a giant hole in her oh. head, basically. Gross. And she's got this slingshot thing, and she's flinging balls at her and stuff. She's like, You think that's going to hurt me? And then she puts dumbbells in there and <laughs> flings it and just beats the shit out of her. Finally, Santa just smacks her in the face with the sledgehammer. And uh, she's the little girl, Trudy's super happy. She's like, I set up booby traps like in the movie. It was so funny. <laughs> It was. So it, it's and this is going back to caring about the kid and seeing stuff like that just makes it perfect. So Santa asks her to turn around and sing jingle bells so <laughs> that way she can he can smack her in the face with a sledgehammer and smilch her head. <laughs> uh Trudy gets reunited with mom after they kill Krampus. Uh Linda and Jason kill the extraction guys and kiss while Trudy watches being like, Oh yay, my Christmas, wish is fulfilled. <laughs> and all, all this end scene right here, this is like 20 minutes could have been made into two <laughs> and wrap this up into a bow. But we, we get this little chase scene on snowmobiles and there was a funny line in here. I saw you write it down to Christmas dies tonight. Yes. Scrooge wrote it that or Scrooge said it. And, uh, obviously that's a jab at halloween yes uh halloween ends came out right before this came out by like a month but how that was in halloween kills evil um,
1: dies tonight so they
0: were making fun of that shit uh, so that
1: that that i didn't mind it i i minded it when it was in halloween <laughs> <laughs> but i like the fact that they took kind of little things from different it movies a pop culture movie uh, it,
0: Tons I liked of it. I love mm-hmm. the fact
1: that there was little references. Whether you catch on to them or not, it doesn't matter, because it, it literally feels like it just all works.
0: Yeah. So Scrooge and uh, old Saint Nick get into this pretty cool fight scene. He's like, who are you real? And he starts <laughs> going over all the names that people have for Santa. And then finally... Scrooge is beating the shit out of him, but he grabs onto him, does the trick with his nose, oh and God. then shoots up the chimney, but he's holding Scrooge. So, going back to where he said, nobody can fit up a fucking chimney, it tears him apart oh to where he's God. only was... got like a small port of his torso it when he's so up at the top of the
1: thing. It was so uh, gross.
0: It sounded so wet, too. As God, he was... All this his shit ripping we apart. We didn't
1: need the, the sound effect to
0: that yeah, one. Yeah, we did. <laughs> no. Uh, and then, yet again, yet another false ending. Then the extraction, extraction team leader comes out and goes to shoot uh, Santa. But then Grandma shoots him. They need to keep Santa warm because he's dying. So they start burning the money up. <laughs> and uh, they all start believing in him to bring him back to life. And it brings him back to life. The reindeer come back. And uh, he starts mocking the reindeer, like making fun of them, like you pieces of shit, you cowards. How could you so, wait? Is you, that my sack? You brought my sack, and <laughs> he goes over there. And <laughs> Mrs. Claus delivered him Skull Crusher as well. <laughs> uh, so then the movie ends with them flying away, uh, Santa flying away in the uh, sled to continue delivering presents throughout the night because he's regained faith in humanity because of Trudy. Um, which that's a touching moment, sure has plenty of those moments, and I enjoy them like i said cut 25, twenty five twenty twenty five minutes out of this movie take for me, take a little bit of the vulgarness out of the movie, not the violence. The violence absolutely yeah. should stay because that's what makes this mo- excuse me movie what it was if this movie was p g thirteen would have sucked yeah uh would not have hit the way that it's supposed to hit the cussing is supposed to be there feels like it should be there. But it's they're just way too over the top with over it. Over the top. Um, and, and those couple of things come out, you got a perfect movie. But overall, very good. I gave it a, a what, a six? So above average no, for me. I think gave it a
1: seven.
0: Uh, either way, six or seven. I didn't write down. Above average, but not by a ton. Uh, not a perfect movie, but a very good one. The, to me, there's not many good Christmas movies, so... Damn near a perfect Christmas uh, I movie. I can think of
1: a couple.
0: Uh, there are a couple that are better. I forgot to mention Elf, Elf before. And Elf is definitely up there. <laughs> but a very good movie. Um, so that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else that you want to throw in there? No. Okay, cool. So until uh, next time, this is the Harge Edge podcast. If you enjoy this, please leave us a uh, review. It means more than you could possibly imagine. Subscribe. Check out the next episode that we're doing. Uh, the... Last of Us show is fucking amazing, and because it's so good, I think that we're going to do a weekly episode for that.
1: A bonus episode.
0: Uh, Yeah, as a bonus episode. That will probably be our Monday episodes. That way it drops right after the uh, show, and then this will come out probably sometime around Thursday or someplace around there. Uh, Don't hold us to it, because I do travel for work. I don't know if I can do two a week, but we'll try to. Um, Definitely enjoyed doing this one. Sorry, it's not a straight horror movie, but
1: it has a lot of um, okay. effects to it.
0: Yep, has its moments. So this is the Hard Edge podcast. I'm Phil, and I'm Stacy. We'll catch you next time.